What's up, guys? This is the Be Yourself Podcast. Uh, Episode number 23. 23. Jordan year. Jordan number. Almighty 23. Jumpman Jordan 23. Anyways, um, I didn't do a podcast last week because um, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I just didn't have anything really profound to say well I kind of do today but um, I had this idea for last week but I just couldn't not couldn't but I didn't carve out the time to do it and I wasn't as prepared as I am kind of now and more informed of my topic that I want to talk about so yeah so, um, so for today, for today's topic, I'm going to talk about um, the. I'm going to talk about being liberated versus being educated. So, hmm. Here's the thing. Um, a lot of people think that once you're educated, you're better off than the people that aren't. But the thing is, is that those educated people, educated people are integrated into a society that is enslaved uh, just as bad as the people that are enslaved without a degree, that are poor, uh, without the means to support themselves, like a person who has a degree and a job and a middle-class well-being has. And um, the thing about being liberated, because I can say that my mind is, is mentally free, like I'm not attached to everything worldly that is um, that average people indulge into that doesn't mean I don't <clears throat> that doesn't mean I don't um, fall into the traps of average people it's just that I don't get phased by it as much uh, if shit happens I let it roll off my back and I keep going so um Here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that the education system is set up for you to be a worker, a slave-like worker. And when I mean a slave-like worker, these are the people, these are the the way, let me, okay, let me get this in a condensed, like a more detail how I'm explaining this so I don't confuse people here so or lose people a way the difference between a wage slave and an employee is two different things an employee most likely they love their jobs they know what they're doing they're gonna do it to the best of their abilities and they're all content with what happens 
on a day-to-day basis as they're working and they actually want to get better at their jobs and they want to um, they actually love their jobs I'll just say it plain and simple they love their jobs there's no complaints out of them but the wage slave that is the person who is most likely at the bottom of the totem pole as far as and whatever company they work at they're basically a, an associate they get paid an hourly rate wage that can only sustain them for a certain amount of time so that's why they have to keep coming back and back and back and back uh, to sustain their lifestyle and they hate it and so since they don't have the courage or the or the the will willpower or the thought process to get out of their fucked up situation uh, they just stay there and they just stay uh, wage slaves and a lot of these people don't understand is that like only people only way you can be um, out of that situation is to of course make more money but um, actually use the extra money you make to either pay for your expenses or pay for a new skill that you want to learn, a new um, business that you want to start, a side hustle or something else that can get you out of that wage slave mentality of of just hope and, and, uh, and grief deceit, fear, that's the worst fear. Living in fear is probably um, the worst state of mind it can be in all day. Cause it's like, it's like a person who is, who came from the warfare of, let's say, whatever, the warfare of like fighting the military and you're on the front lines uh, shooting and killing people and stuff like that the stuff that you see over there and you come back home you'll never be the same um, the only way you can get back to somewhat normalcy is to of course cleanse the mind of all the the negative images or be able to tailor those negative images in a, in a different fashion or be able to place it in a box somewhere where it needs to be and not just at the center of your brain when some danger or fear is being triggered with you and a lot of people nowadays uh, at the bottom of the total pole in life live in that space as far as always being broke, always being fearful, always looking over their shoulder because they're either doing something wrong or they just don't have the means all the time to take care of themselves. So they're constantly in fear of what's next and they always have this um, I'll, I'll give when I 
have the means to give mentality as far as I'll start giving when I have something to give. Which it kind of, it makes sense in a logical perspective, but if you don't give something, whether it's time or money, um, to either the less fortunate or to the people around you, then it will never cease to happen. It will take you forever to do that. Well, it'll take you a time to do that because you haven't built the habit already. So back to uh, liberation versus education. It's like this. People who are educated, who's went through college, they spent that time partying, uh, having sex with whoever, um, taking trips on their breaks, whether it be spring break or summer break or whatever with roommates, classmates, whoever. Uh, of course, there's education there, but the thing is about it is that like you are just a a a, a number to them as well as in college. You're just a number to them because what you got to realize is they want the best of the best in their universities so they can get more people into the program. And since college is a business, um, that's the best way that they can market people to come in and get a degree is by getting the best of the best and get them to graduate and get them on that stage so they can show other people that they can do it as well at this same college because this person did it X, Y, and Z. And that's the funny thing I realized with um, college and high school is that in high school they they, they make sure that you come to class every day or they try to make an effort to where if you don't come to class at a certain amount of days or you miss too many days out of the year, you're not going to pass, right? So in college, you've already made your loan pay. You already put in the, um, the loan by trying to go to that school. Like once you start going to school, they already got what they came for. So if you flunk out, that shit is on you. Cause they already gonna collect the bread off you. The government already gonna collect, they, they check off you. They student loan check. So you, when you get into these institutions or any institution in this world that is, that is pimping you to this level, you have to realize that even though you're playing the game by their rules, if you play it in a way that it can benefit you, then you won. Like, 
let's say if you go and get a college degree and off of whatever degree you went for, you was able to create a business, that is you pimping the system and not letting the system pimp you. Like, if you're able to make a living by yourself on your own terms by starting a business or a side hustle from your degree and you turn that, that side hustle or business into something that can sustain you for a lifetime and for generations after you, then that is pimping the system. And the way society works now is, I wanna, I always thought of like different movies that can easily uh, encapsulate what life is like, um, not only as a black person, just but just in general. And I say it's like the Hunger Games, if you're, um, familiar with the series, the movie series. It was a book at first that I remember, I think I remember picking up one of the books out of the series when I was a kid. I don't think I read it all the way through, but you know, somewhat like that. Um, and the basis of the Hunger Games is like people and these poor neighborhoods and poor um, poor ways of living they're governed by the government um, by ruthless force and they tell them where to go where they can't go you know all the the shit the fucked up shit and so they get all these people grouped together and this is to my knowledge um, as I can remember it it's been a while since I've seen the first Hunger Games so um Forgive me if I fuck up the story or the way it sounds or how it's supposed to be, whatever. So they take these people and they sit them in front of like the stage and they they pick out people to be, as they call, a tribute. And they get to play in the Hunger Games against all these different units or places in society. And uh, these places of like, I guess you would call them communities. And every community had like a certain number or whatever. So the main character, the woman, the girl, I forgot her name, she gets picked. Um, well, she, she, um, She decided to take her trip, her sister's tribute, and said, "I'll do it," because her sister was like a little girl. She got picked, and she didn't want her little sister to get into it, so she got into it. And so she said, "I'll do it," instead of her. They took her word for it, and she gets put into these Hunger Games, where you have to survive against everybody else that's placed into this world or whatever you want to call it. And they have to fend for themselves, eat, survive, 
and kill whoever is necessary to get to their final objective to win the games. And the people that put them in the games, they get to manipulate how it's played, how it's run, what obstacles come into the game. Um, who dies, who doesn't, etc., etc. So they get the position of playing God. And it tied us all back together. We're not really tied us all back together, but that is what um, white supremacy or what other people call the the white Caucasian people in power have done to society. They have pretty much play, they, they play God. They, and they regulate what you eat, what you drink, how you live, where you live, where you get your money from. What type of medicine you take, where you where you go to travel, it, it's everything. They they have they have the jaws on all aspects of your life, and they're able to monopolize everything in your life to a profound degree. I mean, once I started educating myself on the system of which we live in in America, it's, it's all these different systems of how um, stuff works. It's just, it, it's eye-opening to a crazy degree of how fucked up shit is here. Where Whether it comes from the medical um, field, dental field, food industry, entertainment industry, uh, what else? Sports is entertainment, music is entertainment, so the judicial system, politics, uh, war, just every facet of America that you can think of to the highest degrees, all of them are tampered with in a negative fashion. Tampered with, with the negative fashion. Uh, let's say for medicine, medical health stuff. They never promote any holistic medicine, any uh, medicine that like, you know, your, your grandmother or grandfather would give you as far as like, hey, take this, this, that, and that, and your cold will be gone, your, your flu will be gone, You'll, your knee pain will get better or whatever. And it, and it will work. 
And what most people don't realize is that um, those elders who get those remedies to cure their family or whoever they know, those remedies have been passed down from generation to generation to generation through holistic medicine. And holistic medicine is true medicine. It's truly how you heal your body and your mind and your spirit and all that. But the government wants to mass produce everything. And since they, they can't mass produce remedies like that on a huge scale or people that do holistic medicine don't want to do that because then that's when you integrate in their system and they put all types of shit in there and in the medicine to to dilute it and to fuck you up over the long run for the most part and so like look at Dr. Sebi he pretty much cured cancer and AIDS and all these different other diseases from holistic medicine. I'm not sure exactly what ingredients he used, of course, because that's just his own, his own um, calculations and how he came up with stuff, but he went up against the Supreme Court and won because they claimed that he falsely um, is making these claims that he cured AIDS and HIV and, and cancer and all this stuff. And he showed him the documents, showed him everything. He was prepared to the T and he won. And I know eventually the government killed him because when you have wrinkles in the matrix and in a system like him, you have to, they have to do away with people like that so people don't realize or fully um, come to the conclusion of their true potential on this earth and what they can truly do as a human being and what they can achieve without the limits that society puts on us and the powers that be. That's the medical side. And let's go into Fuck it, law enforcement. To be honest with you, it's not as bad. I mean, not. Let me, let me make sure I conjugate my words carefully here. That's what, not what I meant to say. What I mean to say is, it's just as bad as it was in the 60s, in the 40s, and whatever, the civil rights movement. It's just as bad then as it was then. Nothing has changed except for technology and we're able to see exactly what's happening to our people on our phones, on the TV, and etc. Because they just can't hide everything. They just can't. The government cannot hide everything from us now with the, with the internet. And um, now they're trying to uh, take this net neutrality thing into effect where they 
get to regulate how the internet is um, is processed, how it's being um, used in the world, and how it's influencing people because they don't like shit that is out of control. They have to control everything. I don't know why, it's just, it's just how they make their money. Um, and so back to the police department thing, it's just like, they can do what they want, when they want, how they want it. And if you white, most likely you're gonna get off. 99% of the time you're gonna get off. It's just a fact of the matter. And people is getting upset, man. It's, people is getting pissed off at seeing all these white cops get um, get exonerated, get off scot-free. And somebody's gonna take justice in their own hands and the revolution is gonna start. And shit ain't nothing that the powers that be can do about it. But these are all different facets of life that the government control. And so to bring it all back is that when you're liberated, you all you you know of all these different conspiracies and the ways that they operate. So when shit happens, you understand full full force what is going on and you try to avoid it as best as you can as best as you can because it's so much in front of us that you can't really do much about it to be honest with you all you can do is avoid all the bad stuff eat well, work on meaningful stuff, find your purpose, your passion, whatever, do that, and stay out, the way, stay out the way of all this other shit, and that's how I live my life, to be honest with you, and I'm building my empire as we speak, so... Because once you're when you when you're educated as far as co collegially educated, you are thrown into the system of of white supremacy. To be honest with you, because if you're black, it don't matter what degree you get, if you don't compromise or conform to the system that you're trying to uh, get into or the industry then they're going to kick you out. No questions about it. Because even with your fucking degree, if it's a black person, you're just not going to get everything that you are um, told you is going to get or that you could achieve. It's just as simple as that. Like... Your black degree don't mean nothing to um, to an employer. 
especially if you got a, a, a ghetto name, especially if that, if you got a ghetto name. Like if they look at an application, they see, see Shaniqua, most likely she is not gonna get a job. I don't care what, how filled up her application is, how filled up her resume is, her her achievements and all that shit. It doesn't matter if they can't perceive um, you to be what they think they want you to be. So how can you become liberated? The way I've become liberated is by reading. I know everybody don't like reading. That's okay. We have audible books where you can listen and shit like that. And get some knowledge. Knowledge of self. Knowledge and wisdom that will take you farther than any money, any any fame, even any fortune will take you. Just like they say, uh, or grandmothers will say, is that like, Manners will take you farther than um, money will or anything else will. Same with wisdom and knowledge. That's why I chase. I chase wisdom and knowledge and understanding because those things can fulfill me and put me in places and mind frames that'll keep me positive and at peace with the world around me. And I won't get so caught up in X, Y, Z that's happening here and there. And that's one thing I remember watching from Dick Gregory in one of his interviews. He said, the way to be, what did he say exactly? He said, It's give me liberty or give me death, not give me liberty or give me education or something like that. He said something to the effect of, it say give me liberty, not give me education because education can't liberate you because if you're still enslaved, education isn't going to help you. You're still enslaved to the fact the world around you, enslaved to your habits, your 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 mood swings, to your to your emotions, to the bad, deceitful people that you hang around, then you're not you're not gonna go too far in this world. It's just the fact of the matter. And um, here's. Um, a quote I got from uh, a video called um, Why We Enslave Ourselves. I think that's what it's called from Academy of um, Ideas on YouTube. And it says, it's by Etienne de la Buete. It says, obviously there is no need of fighting to overcome this single tyrant, for he is automatically defeated if the country refuses consent to his own enslavement. 
It's not necessary to deprive him of anything, but simply to give him nothing. It is therefore the inhabitants themselves who permit, or rather bring about, their own subjection. Since by ceasing to submit, they would put an end to their servitude, people and slaves itself cuts his own throat when having a choice between being vassals and being free men. It deserts its liberties and takes on the yoke, gives consent to its own misery, or rather apparently welcomes it. And that goes to another point that is like, we enslave ourselves by what we indulge in on daily basis, on daily, on a daily basis. Like whether you, you smoke cigarettes or you, or you drink daily or you, you sleep with a whole bunch of women or vice versa, or you eat horrible foods that keep you slow and sluggish to ultimately you become fat and you become undesirable, unhealthy, and you just a blob, you're just a, a, a skeleton of, of what you used to be, especially of what you could be. So. That's the thing I've learned. Um, I saw something else on a video another day. I can't remember who said it, but somebody said uh, slavery wasn't abolished. It was extended to include all races. And that was a powerful statement, man. Powerful statement. Slavery wasn't abolished. It was extended to include all races. If you think about it, it makes so much sense. Because think about it. The country was built on off of the black, off, off of blacks, people from African descent for 400 years or 400 years ago, four or 500 years ago, whatever. And so, of course, they, they couldn't keep us down for long. So they said, okay, how about instead of, since we can't enslave them like we could back in the day, let's just make it so everybody can be enslaved. And since we can't put shackles on them, let's put shackles on their mind. Let's put shackles on their subconscious mind and that to me is the worst type of slavery it's worse than the slavery they had to deal with 400 years ago because the only way they could escape that slavery is to fight back and die and that will make even more sense uh, now than ever before because why would you um, just sitting and, and utter just there's no words for it it's just slavery man why sit and take that shit for forever and then have to come to the realization that your kids can be born into it as well and then your your generational um, family has to 
deal with this as well. I know it's a lot of tough decisions that they had to make back in those days, but wow, that's that's crazy to think about. Just taking your life so your your future family can be uh, absolved from this 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 misery. <laughs> this misery, you know. And so it's like, it makes so much sense. Slavery being extended to all races, all classes. So you can't run from it. You can only liberate yourself by freeing your mind and taking a different route, shit like that. Nowadays, motherfuckers don't even restrain themselves from stupid shit. They just run towards it. Let me see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is another quote by the same guy. This comes from the Discourse on Voluntary Servitude. He says, It is true that in the beginning men submit under constraint and by force, but those who come after them obey without regret and perform willingly what their predecessors had done because they had to. This is why men born under the yoke and then nourished and reared in slavery are content without further effort to live in their native circumstance, unaware of any other state or right, and considering as quite natural the conditions into which they were born. Damn, that's some powerful shit. That is so true. Because if you think about it, before there were such things as wage slaves, there were people that, that, that put up a wall against shit like that. And once they were put into a position where they had no choice but to be a wage slave and just stick it out, the next generation after them didn't have to put up any force because they seen a person before them um, do it so they feel it's okay and they obey all the laws that obey all the constraints and um, circumstances that they were brought into same with slavery so just another point to think about you know Shit is real out here, man. Life is deeper than you think. Or it can be deeper than you think. 
some shit has a double, some shit just, like, I'm puzzled every day about shit I read, you know, like, how, how do we get so fucked up in this world? then you, when you think about it it's, it's all because of us we have enslaved ourselves to what we see on the TV on on the internet um, radio news they all have a piece of our mind of our subconscious mind and what people really need to understand is that we don't even know how powerful our thought process is our thoughts is our thoughts is a reason why our lives look a certain way because if you think bad thoughts constantly you're going to get bad results and you're going to get bad circumstances that always come into your life you always wonder why 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 it's because you think horribly. You don't think like a person who is grateful or happy or excited about what is next for them. Always coming from a place of, of fear. And when you live in fear, you can't really spread your wings like you feel you should be able to. And it keeps you enslaved to whatever um, habits you have. It keeps you in a, in a space of feeling weak and just lifeless at certain points. And let me see what else I have to say about this. Okay. Just because you, just because you have a degree, you have a degree doesn't mean you'll be better off than the people who don't. Um, I think I said it earlier, but this is just a point I made um, in my phone just to make sure I get that out there on this topic as well. Also, being educated doesn't help. Doesn't help you become free from the wicked ways of society. Um, I can't remember who said it, but somebody, some philosopher, some person I can't remember in history said that, like, um, something about um, it's not good to to acclimate or or um, to um, concede to the ways of society when they know it's bad. Like that's why I don't indulge in a lot of shit that most people do, especially my age at 21, because it just, it's not, I know it's bad and once you know better, you do better, you know? So it's not, it's not good to conform or to, to, uh, to just 
fit in into a society that we know is bad. It's crazy because one of the easiest ways to enslave our people, especially my people as black people, is is by faith. It's by religion. Um, Christianity. And I've been doing my research on like Christianity and I Google how much U.S. religion makes. Um, religion makes about 1.7 trillion of of worth. It's about it's a worth. It's worth about 1.7 trillion. That is more than the top 10 companies, tech companies in the world, Apple. Google, Microsoft, Facebook, all them shits is worth more than all of them. You know why? Because it's the easiest it's the easiest way to get into enslavement. It's so easy. Because I don't know too many black people that's not Christians. And you gotta think about it like, wow, 1.7 trillion is worth that much? church like like I don't know if it's Christianity I think it's Christianity makes up about a hundred million a year hundred billion a year so you gotta think about it churches don't pay taxes they don't have to pay property taxes they don't have to pay taxes on a lot of shit because it's based in religion so I guess religion is separated by certain laws in, in America, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I can't remember exactly how it's, I gotta look more into that, but um, once I thought about it, I'm like, there's no way something can be making a hundred billion in the world and not be corrupt to some extent. There is no way. And I was thinking about it the other day. Other day, I was like, if if black people truly got together and put our heads together to overthrow this wicked system that we live in now, why would it be so easy to to get into? You feel what I'm saying? Like, why would the powers that be let black people come together and? And, and talk about shit in this form of manner this easily knowing the history of what they've done to us you feel what I'm saying like but they they have it to where Christianity is, is put on a pedestal because it's the U.S. is the religion, and it makes so much money in this in, in this country that it is corrupt to a certain extent. And I just don't believe in Christianity, to be honest with you, because the people that be, they say they're believers, they don't live the way that is being preached on a Sundays. You know they. They talk a lot of good game, 
they may know the word, but they don't do their research. And the research I've come up with, this shit just doesn't add up. But I will say this about the the Bible. I don't think it's it's factual whatsoever. It's a great story. It has like fucking fifty writers in the book. It's been written over and over and over again over the years because of um, consciousness being uh, elevated throughout the generations and generations of people. So you have to keep rewriting the book and new translations and new this and new version that and King James this and I even heard, I even looked up, it was a Queen James version of the Bible. It came out in 2012 because they said that King James was actually gay. Like, doesn't that make, what type of sense does that make? You feel what I'm saying? And they would say in the Bible that being gay is a sin. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. And I always knew something was up with Christianity and being a Christian because every time I went to church, I'm 21 years old. I've been in church my whole life for the most part. I haven't been every single Sunday, but I'm, I'm there a whole bunch because that's just what my family does. And I've never felt you know, moved by the word, the so-called word, as they, you know what I'm saying? I never felt that that feeling in my gut like, wow, this really resonates with me. And it don't. It never did. And what you got to realize is that, like, preachers, they're great motivational speakers. It's, it's called a preacher or a pastor because they're in the context of a religion. So that's what they're called in a religion. But if they wasn't preaching religion, they'd be a motivational speaker. So that's the way I look at them. They're motivational speakers. They are gifted preachers. They are gifted wordsmiths. But I'm not being fooled by the way this shit is. Because to me, it's bad religion to do business. Because if religion is based off of faith, what does money have to do with fucking faith? feel me like what the fuck does money have to do with having faith in some shit and putting your your tithe to support a church they give you <laughs> they give you a book called the bible that you should believe in off of faith no factual evidence no 
scientific evidence of none of this shit happening. No, no nothing. All for faith. And then you got to realize that this shit is a cold game because if you think about it, how many churches you know of that is in your city that is preaching this cold ass game? That is preaching this cold ass game and there's people who come every Sunday and they put in a 10, 20, 50, 100, whatever they got in that collection plate, man. And they don't know that the religion is in faith is in bed with all the things in the community. Like I'll say for instance, yeah, the church does a lot of good for the community. Like my church that I've been going to, they help. Um, they have this program where they help kids who get suspended from school still learn what they need to learn while they're in, uh, while they're suspended and shit like that. So that shit's cool. I remember, like they literally just got uh, this building built right beside a right beside the church, and it's for. I don't know exactly what it's for, but um, I think it's for the kids because we. It was the building that was there before was a smaller version of what it is now. Like they re they renovated it. I think they. I think they've been building that building for about a year or two. So. Yeah, about a year or two. And. They had about. Cause I remember I went there when I was smaller. And it was like a smaller looking building. And they had about. A couple of rooms, but now it's it's a, a building with levels to that shit, state of the art type shit. And you and I'm thinking, I'm like, how the fuck do they build this shit? How in the world do they build some shit like this? Like how? I'm like, ain't no way. But it's all from them times, man. All from Tives and the connections they got in the fucking community. And then there'll be times where when people want to get voted into whatever office in the, in the city, they go straight to the motherfucking church. Think about that shit. Cold shit, ain't it? cold ass game boy because the powers that be know that as long as you're in that church listening to that word of the bible that you ain't gonna be out here doing um overthrowing a the system they know you're not because Christianity really teaches you how to be 
okay with being poor. How to be in poverty and still be at peace. Or how to cope with poverty, to be honest with you. It's not, it's not something that's gonna help you elevate your, your mind, your, your spirituality to a space where it needs to be in order to actually vibe on a frequency of, a, of God. Because when you think about it, people, life started in Africa. So every African person is, in essence, a God created straight from the being, created straight from God, the creator, whatever you want to call it. We're the first people. And so the system has, has pretty much propped up white people to be the, the superior beings, to be the people that are the best. And once you realize it, once you realize they aren't, then that's when their true power comes in. That's when your true power is there. What people don't realize is that the blacker you are, the more, the more African, the more of the diaspora you are, the more from the motherland you are. Because you know, the lighter skin African is, he is, he's black of course, he's African, but he has a little white in him. So he's not full, you know what I'm saying, African to his roots. Like if he traces him, his African heritage all the way back, there's gonna be some white in it. Or you're gonna, he's gonna be able to see where um, where he got his whiteness from if it wasn't, uh, if he didn't, if his parents didn't come from a white mom or and a black dad, he can see later on down his lineage where uh, his, his African um, descent has been uh, diluted. I hope that makes sense, because I think I'm confused myself as I'm talking about it, but well, but us as people have to realize that black people, we are of God's first creation, original creation. So in order for us to operate like a God or what I call tapping into that God frequency is being able to listen to the creator when he is speaking to you in certain moments in your life. And mostly that comes from your intuition. Because as black people, we are spiritual by nature. But Christianity turns that spirituality upside down and inside out, takes it out of us and makes us religious. Religious is not what we are, we're spiritual. We're spiritual beings.
And for me, tapping into that God frequency is by living life as your ancestors did. Living life, getting eating good food because you will know what's good food when you eat it and you're able to gain energy from it and not eating something and feeling tired and, and, and wanting to go to sleep afterwards. That's not, that's not electricity you're building. That's not a, you're not keeping the current going, the electrical system as we are, because all it is is energy. Food is, it gives us energy. Good food keeps you going in the long run throughout the day. Bad food makes you take a nap afterwards. And then that's when you get energy again. But once you wake up, for the most part, you're probably hungry. And so it's, it's a, you gotta connect all the three things for me is how you connect or you vibrate on a level of the God frequency. As black people, you have to connect the mind, the body, the spirit. Once you are vibrating and those are connected harmoniously how they're supposed to, that's when you start tapping into the God frequency. That's when you can manifest whatever you want just like that at a snap of a fingers. That's how you you move through life in a God-like figure, a God-like frequency. Like when you walk, when you talk, when, you, when you're around people, they just, they feel this energy that they just can't understand or they just want more of. You, when, you, when you're tapping into those, when you're connecting those three entities that we have on this earth, the mind, the body, the spirit, when, once those things are connected how they're supposed to, we will be able to tap into the God-like frequency that we're supposed to be living by in this earth, on this earth. But if you're enslaved, if you're not liberated, can't do that. You will never tap into that frequency that some people have on this earth that you see and you're just like, wow, man, that dude is just like, he's so electric. He's like, he's doing X, Y, and Z. I feel that guy's energy. He's just like vibrating on a different level. Sometimes that's just wisdom. Sometimes it's just that person's happy, happy or fulfilled or joyful. And other times it's people that are, that are tapping into that God-like frequency that we will never get to if you keep, if we keep indulging in and the ungodly stuff that we indulge into nowadays 
whether it be drinking or smoking, etc. That's another thing that Christians don't understand. Like in the book, Eddie Griffin would say this on one of his specials. He said, the body is the temple. So that means I'm walking in God every day. And, and what that really means is that God can't get to you if you're putting in horrible things into the body that blocks his his messaging, blocks his his um, his ways of getting in contact with you. Like it's like eating bad food um, gives you a horrible connection to to God if He's trying to call you. It's like putting God on airplane mode. He can't give you what you need to prosper in this life and help you uh, achieve everything you want if you he's not able to reach you. Like every car is going to airplane mode because you can't tap into that God-like frequency if you're eating bullshit and you live in like a person who is just bad or just live in and constant fear, just living in all these different um, spaces that are bad for you. Bad environments, bad people, bad habits, all that. It, it disconnects you from God um, giving his, his messages to you. And I'm not saying God as in Christianity, God as in the creator of everything that you see around you. Because Christianity to me is, is a, it's a great story with a whole bunch of ghost writers who a lot of them probably haven't even been credited. And if you think about it, they say it's the greatest book of all time, right? But if it's the greatest book of all time, why has it why has it been translated over and over and over and over again and redone and re-edited time and time after again to a point where the new versions and old versions start to contradict each other? You feel what I'm saying? But you can't, you can't see certain things like that if you're not liberated, if you're not free mentally to think how you want to think, to choose to indulge in certain stuff and choose to live life in a, a grateful way, a joyful way, a happy way, and not just look at every bad thing as as um, as just um, the devil, but look at it as an obstacle to get to where you need to go, or look at it as a, just a roadblock, or just a, a look at it as something that God has put in front of you to make sure what you want is really what you want, you know, so. 
see how much I got. I'm about an hour in, hour and seven minutes in, so. Yeah, just think about all this shit. I mean, you don't have to believe everything. Go research it for yourself. Um, I've done my research. Um, of course, everything I say isn't going to be factual or true. This is just how I think. It ain't got to be true. This is how I choose to live my life, and I'm pretty sure that what I've learned and what I've researched and the knowledge that I've gained has led me to this path I'm on now. So I'm not to say like I'm not better than nobody. I'm still I'm a I'm black before I'm a man. So they're gonna see me in that lens for the rest of my life. The powers that be are gonna see me through that lens. So there's nothing I can do about that. But what I can do is free my mind, become liberated and live the way that is how I'm supposed to live in the eyes of my creator, my God. And so that's why I was talking about the universal laws of, of the uni- the laws of the universe because I think those are the laws that are supposed to be put into the forefront like the Bible. I mean, I'm pretty sure those laws are woven into the Bible somewhere because the Bible, it has a lot of wisdom in it, right? But the whole story aspect, that shit is bullshit. That that shit is just not true. But in the stories, there's a lot of wisdom in there. There's a lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. And I take that wisdom and I use it. But I don't act like everything in the Bible is law and is true because it's not. It's just not true. Can't prove any of that shit. It's based off of faith. So that's the thing about most things in life. You're always going to encounter bad people or people with bad intentions, but you don't have to cut off everything. Um that they've shown you in life just because they're bad. You can learn from everybody, um, bad and good. Like I learned from a lot of shit that, uh, that I've dealt with in my life from either bad relationships with people or um, bad things that have happened or things that I've wished would have gone another way, but I take what I can from it and I move on to the next thing. I don't take it like I don't take it too personal anymore. I may take it personal in that moment, but after I start to think about what could have happened, I I say thanks and I keep it moving because of that's life lessons. That's, that's the point of having bad shit happen is to figure out why it happened overcome it and keep it moving to gain wisdom knowledge understanding all that shit um oh yeah this is another point I wanted to bring up um as far as on the education side of the game Um, 
I was reading in the um, this book. I I bought a couple new books. Um, in the last week or two, uh, three three books. Yeah, three books. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Um, the Daily Stoic, 36, 366 Meditations on Daily Life, uh, Love, some other topics as well. I forgot the whole title, but that's mostly it. Um, it's by the same guy that did The Obstacle is the uh, Way book. I really like that one. So when I saw he made that book, I was like, I got to get that. And the third book is called um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's another book based off of Stoic philosophy. And that's something I've been really grateful about. Um, so those three books are what I've been reading now. In the, three can, in the Think and Grow Rich book, the last 10 pages I read out of it, it said something to the effect of this, is that edu to educate, education, or to break down a word, it comes from the word um, educo, meaning to educe, meaning to bring out or develop or infer something from data. So that's what the word education comes from. So, and a lot of people, and it, I wish I actually took a picture of the page I was reading because it made a lot of sense. And it would be good information for y'all to know, especially on this topic. But um, in that chapter that I was reading, it was basically telling about people that didn't, wasn't what they call educated, but they, their knowledge and their wisdom and their understanding enough to bring people together that had the knowledge put them in position to do great things on this earth as far as people like Thomas Edison and um, who else? Um, Andrew Carnegie um, you know just the people that created great inventions um, that helped this earth and this planet become advanced as it is now. Um, those people back then, when they was creating these inventions, not all of them was educated. They was just very knowledgeable enough to get into places where they can pull from knowledgeable people or people who are what they say educated or put people together who are educated to help do certain things so yeah I just wanted to make that point as well it's just education when you break down the word the Greek word it comes from educe meaning to bring out or develop um, or to infer something from data. That is what education comes from. So self-education is just, it's, it's, it's standard to being a good human being. 
it is the, the minimum requirement of being a human being on this planet is to educate yourself. Like, we don't come into this world with all the knowledge we need to become a functioning person in society. You get all that from educating yourself by either experiences or you go through the school system, of course, because you have to. It's against the law if you don't go to school. That's just crazy. But um, and you know that's how you grow as a person. Self-education. If you don't know how to do your taxes, you have to learn because you will go to jail if you don't. And you know, getting your finances in order. Like self-education. If you if you don't know, you're gonna die. You have to know that before you die because it won't be so bad when you do pass away and leave this earth because you already know you've educated yourself on what is going to happen when that happens or what what should I do when that happens or is about to happen etc etc but yeah I think another topic for another day would be to go deeper into these industries that I was talking about earlier, like the medical field, the um, entertainment industry, um, food industry, um, what else? A lot of different industries, politics, uh, war, religion. I think I went deep enough as I wanted to on Christ, on religion as a whole, but but I'm pretty sure as a I was delving into Christianity because that's what us as Black people we we are default by we're default Christians because that's just what we're born into and that's just what the slave masters gave um, slaves as Christianity. People don't realize that though. Like I tell people, like chitlins and whatever fucked up part of the, the pig that you eat, that's from slavery. That's the shit that the slave masters didn't eat, so they gave it to your slave ass. You know what I'm saying? And then your ancestors ate that food and they created soul food out of that. And soul food is basically slave food um, coming up through the lineage of people and making it better and better and better and better from all the food that is given to us. We created our own genre of food, which is soul food, but it's not actual good, good food, you know, but, and once I get my paper right and I'm start, and I start to actually be able to choose what I want to eat um, freely without like having to like without having to um, choose what I can get instead of um, choosing what I need then I'll be able to go vegan I'll go vegan and then I'll really change my life for the better to another level that's what 
is that's how I'm going to tap tap into my godlike frequency. Um, I'm not there yet, of course, but um, I'm not eating as well as I should. But you know, the system is set up to where you have to be of a certain class to get better food. If you if you poor, you're just gonna have to eat poor, shitty food until you can get your paper up to where you can eat like like how your ancestors are supposed to eat all fruits and vegetables and plants and herbs and shit even though I, I don't know I've been eating what I've been eating over the last 20 years so I don't know if I'll be able to stay away from uh, the, the delicacies that I know of from childhood to like, you know, mom's mac and cheese, uh, 4th of July food, Thanksgiving food. I can, I, I can make an exception on my vegan um, a cheat day or something for that day of just eating like that. Even though I'll feel it the next day if I'm eating vegan food for a whole bunch and then I delve into that food type of food because it is good food but it's just it's just not nutritional it's not doesn't keep you it's not keeping you up it's keeping you down keeps you full but it's not replenishing the stuff that you need so you can go out and work and do whatever you need to do after you eat like every Thanksgiving after I eat I have to take a nap because the shit is just so whatever my stomach makes me go to sleep because it's just it weighs you down it doesn't um, feed you how you're supposed to be but as black people we love to throw a lot of flavor into our food and um, sauce seasoning, whatever you want to call it in our food, to make it taste the way it is. Um, I don't knock our people for that because it's just like, that's just how we eat, but because um, I still do it, like, um, I, I know of what I'm doing. I know how detrimental it can be for me, but I try my best out of what I can do to make the best of it, you know? So, yeah. Um, thanks for listening. I'm going to end the podcast here, so. About an hour and 30 in. Almost. So, um, let's see here. to the website it's not up it's not working at all um so hit me up on instagram lord.swank on ig uh if you want beats i make beats as well if you didn't know i'm a producer um you can hit my beat site up at tracktrain.com backslash lord swank so that's t-r-a-k train.com backslash lord 
Swank, L-O-R-D-S-W-A-N-K. That's tracktrain.com, T-R-A-K, train.com, backslash Lord Swank. You can purchase beats there. And um, I have a, have a new model that I want to introduce to any customer I have uh, if they pay for a certain amount of beats. Um, or if they pay for, like, Just loyal customers, I'd say that. People that come back and back for more beats. I got a interesting new proposal for you. Uh, just so if you wanna get into that field, just hit me up. Um, pay for a certain amount of beats, probably like three or four, and um, we can get you set up for real. So I, I think I got a, a new way of selling beats a new model that can really change the way producers make money online now so yeah just hit me up um what else should y'all look for me on um yeah, that's about it ig uh youtube i forgot about youtube lord.swank on youtube um just check my page out i got about 300 and 30, 40, 50 subscribers. I'm trying to get to a thousand by the end of the year, so help me out. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the notification bell to see when everything gets posted. Um, there'll be two new beats posted today. This will be a Friday, so yeah. I'm recording this on a Thursday, but yeah. So check those out, and um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.